Hello, everyone. This is Antonio Anderson with Take It to the Market, product developer, product coach, $1.1 million in sales. Hey, guys, we have a tremendous show today. We have a great guest. I have my beautiful wife sitting right here. We have The name of the show today is I Have a Million Dollar Idea and I Can't Get Into a Store. Let me say that again. You have a multi-million dollar idea and you can't get it into a beauty supply store like a Sally's. Walmart, Target, baby, whatever, whatever product you might have, toy product, a baby product, whatever you might have, and you just can't get that dream, that product, that multi-million dollar idea into the store. Honey, we got a great show. We have a great expert in this particular area. So go ahead, have, go ahead and talk away. Take it away. Hi, welcome, Miss Elsie Cardell. We have some wonderful, wonderful Ask the Expert series. And we're going to begin this episode of Ask the Export Series for Take It to the Market with Elsie Cardell. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Miss Cardell. She is wonderful and she is phenomenal. We're going to go straight to it. Elsie is the president and owner of Results Sales and Marketing LLC, a premier sales and marketing company that supports small to mid-sized manufacturers in mass specialty and salon retailers. Results is known for consistently delivering double-digit sales growth coupled with expanding distribution. Elsie also formerly owned and operated an international hair care company that she has once sold. She advanced to vice president of L'Oreal USA division, managing the commercial business in the US, Canada and Caribbean. Elsie has a reputation as doer who produces measurable results with integrity, passion and fortitude. Her influence with clients and customers is unmatched. She is known for leaving a positive impact on the brands, companies, and teams she engages. When she is not negotiating multi-million dollar distribution deals, Elsie is known as a personal encourager and motivator. She is a mentor to many young people providing counsel, guidance, and direction, affectionately referred to as UNTE sharing her world-famous Elsieisms. She authored Inspirationally Speaking by Elsie, a series of magazine inserts designed to encourage, motivate, and inspire. Elsie's Believe and Receive, weekly inspirations for daily activation, talk airs on 95.1 FM Chicago nationally and in 17 countries. She is a requested speaker at events worldwide. Elsie supports the Barbara Bates Foundation, is the founding board member of Global Beauty Alliance, board member of Ladies of Virtue, member of Delta Sigma Theta Incorp Sorority Incorporated, National Association of Professional Women, Professional Beauty Association, Cosmetic Executive Women, Fellowship MBA Church Chicago, and founder of a Professional Women's Monthly Bible Study. She has been recognized by Who's Who of Chicago, Salon Sense, Outstanding Sales and Marketing Executive, DHC Beauty Vanguard Award recipient, Ladies of Virtue 2017, Leading with Virtue Honoree, and featured in Rolling Out Magazine. Elsie is one of the most trusted and respected leaders in the multicultural beauty industry having influenced the sales destiny of national and international hair care brands representing in the hundreds of millions in global sales. 
She has 30 years of experience in strategic sales leadership with some of the world's leading beauty and multicultural companies. Let us welcome, welcome, welcome Elsie Cardell, Chief Sales Strategist and Distribution Experts to ask the expert series today for Take It to the Market. Thank you for attending. And Tony's oh. gonna get started with some wonderful questions that our viewers and listeners want to know more about what you're going to do to be able to help them get that idea into the hands of the stores. Thank you. Thank you. All right, wow. Man, okay, auntie. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Um, hey guys, we've had great results with uh, result sales, uh, results marketing. And matter of fact, we, Elsa, I know you remember the um, boom. Right. We, we actually got this product. I mean, she actually placed this product in what we did business with Target as well as with JCPenney stores. So we got some results from your company. Hey, look here, let's just dig right in. Um, you know, the first thing I want to ask you, what is a, what is the role of a sales rep or a broker? A lot of people ask me, they want to get into a store. And I say, well, you really need to get a broker or a sales rep if you want to get some distribution. So with your 30 years of experience, what is the actual role of a sales rep or a broker? Okay. Well, actually they're one in the same. Um, the term broker really um, speaks to an independent organization that you've hired. When you think of sales reps, you really think of someone who works for your company, who's a direct employee. So when you look to hire a broker, you're really looking to contract out your sales effort. Um, a lot of small businesses, they have so many hats they're wearing. They're trying to be the manufacturer and they're the, they're the finance company. So when you hire a broker, you're able to take that piece and just contract it out to someone who has that expertise. So like when you have results sales and marketing, you're hiring a sales management company and then we manage that function. So yeah. whatever your sales would be from concept to completion, we would do that for you. And that's what most brokers should do for you. So beyond just making the introduction to the retailer, they really should be managing the business for you as though they were your independent sales force. So, so basically it's a little bit past just getting a product, getting distribution. You, you actually, you guys are managing the whole concept, the whole, whole operation. Yes. And it results, you know, we understand broker is the term people are accustomed to hearing, but we like to say that we're a sales management company because broker speaks to literally brokering. It speaks to making an introduction and then leaving the work to you. And that is not what we do. And I don't think that, you know, it depends on what organization you're working with, but we consider ourselves a sales management company. Mm -hmm. And when I say concept to completion, we vet the customers, we determine your readiness to go to retail, we manage, we make the presentations on your behalf. If there's a trade show, we show up on your behalf. We literally become an extension of your organization. We become your sales force. So let me ask you this. So, you know, you have a lot of people want to know what are the top three things that you guys look for before, I guess, before you guys represent a product, what are you looking for? What are the top three things that you guys are looking for before you even consider representing a product out there? Okay. Well, um, I don't know if there's just a set answer, but for a range, it really depends on where the product is for distribution. If they're coming to us to go to mass retail, like a Target, Walgreens, Walmart, our uh, criteria is gonna be a little higher because we need you to have a certain level of traction and a certain level of sales in the marketplace before we take you to a big box retailer. They have high benchmarks and criteria for what they determine as success. And we wanna make sure that the customer is as successful as possible in that space. 
if it's a brand new company that says, I have no marketing, um, I just have a great idea, where do I start? So at that point, um, we're always looking for you to have an idea that not only that you want, that you make sure that other people want what you have. Um, so you have to have some level of sales. If it's your, you know, 20 best friends all bought it, not because they love you, but because it works. Um, we recommend you at least start with .com. .com has become the new equalizer. There is yeah. no um, there's no reason you can't be on .com. So if you're coming to me and you're looking for a distribution, we're going to definitely recommend that as a place to start. And the reality, my first answer would be that you really come and look for a bit of consultation because it's not a one size fit all. People say, well, do I have to have a million dollars in sales? Do I have to have the biggest warehouse? Well, it depends on what your objective is. You may just want an online business. And if you want an online business, then you don't need all those things. If you want to be in a big box retailer, there are some, some things that you're going to need. Yeah, because we all know how hard, how hard it is to get into these uh, brick and mortar type stores. These buyers are tough. Mm -hmm. And so that's basically, you almost, you really got into the third question. Okay. And that is, you know, do I have to have current distribution? Um, you know, a person come to you, they got a great product. You know, you can see it, but they literally don't have any sales period. And so- I guess you're saying you, you got to have some type of distribution already before you would even consider looking at the product. If you're looking for me to put you in a big box retailer, the answer is yes. Because in that case, what are big box retailers? They're looking to take your existing consumer base and have you transfer them to their stores. Hmm. So if that doesn't exist, I mean, the, so, you know, you build it there, come, it's not the mentality that you put it on the shelf and then everyone is just going to go there and buy it. Um, it has been proven. We have proven techniques and proven records of what happens, where you need to be when you go on the shelf to increase your opportunity for success. Now, there's always an exception to every rule. You have a brand new product, you have no distribution, and you have a million dollar advertising budget. That's a different thing. So now you can actually send consumers to that store. So, so it really just depends. Um, my recommendation, if you're talking about a big box retailer, you need to have some level of distribution. And it can be e-commerce. E-commerce is sufficient, but you do need to have some distribution. You need to be able to prove that there is a consumer beyond my 10 best friends that want this product. So this is not in our question list, but let me ask you, just, just came to me off the top of my head. What if a person come to you, I mean, literally they're getting ready to go on Shark Tank. Okay. And so they're getting ready to get some great uh, television advertisement and promotion, and, but with no sales, but they're getting ready to land on the Shark Tank show and coming off that. So will you consider taking that product on? Um, absolutely. And let me just say this, we consider every product we don't get to decide before we hear the story if it's possible. So I just, I want to, I want to manage that. In that particular situation, we're going to be more interested because what we really hear you saying is you're going to get an influx of capital mm -hmm. and capital is the game changer. Let's just be clear. When you have the money to promote, then that's going to change everything. What we would do in that case is we want to, we would want to talk with them about what does the distribution strategy look like? After you leave Shark Tank and you now have this influx of capital, how are you going to go to market? What's the plan? It, what's your one to three year plan? What's your three to five year plan? Do you, do you want to start here? And what you really want to do more than anything, you want to enter a place you can be successful. My key takeaway, if you don't hear anything else, you want to export success. Mm -hmm. You want to go somewhere and hope to be successful. You want to go in a place you know you can win. You export that success to another place. 
You want to export success, guys. I hope you I hope you guys heard that. Export success. So else I know we're going to talk a little bit about the, the broker fee. So I know all brokers and sales reps have different fee levels or commission levels or whatever. And so just a ball, ballpark figure, exactly how would that work as far as, you know, I'm trying to build my budget. I'm trying to build my numbers for the stores. And I want to include you guys in that um, before I actually go to a big box store. So what is normally a commission rate for a sales rep or a broker? Okay. I'm going to just say a range is probably five to 15%. It could be higher. It could be lower. It depends. Um, for example, if you have a brand new product, um, your commission rate, you can expect it to be much higher. You can expect it to be 10 and higher. You can expect it to be double digits because you're going to require more work Yeah. You, just to get it started. Couple with, you're going to have smaller sales. So you're going to need a larger percentage of a smaller number. If you come to me and you're already in market, you're in Walmart, you're in Target, you're in Walgreens, you're doing business in Europe, and you want us to represent you and you're already doing $20 million in sales, the commission might be less than 5% because you can you can live on a much smaller number of a larger number. Yeah. So I want to give you a range. And when you think of a commission rate, you want to put that into your cost of doing business, not necessarily into directly into sales because remember, we're your sales company. So just like you would have a marketing budget, if you were gonna hire a sales team, that's where that number should look. So when you're doing your P&L and say, what is it gonna cost for me to hire a director of sales and six salespeople to go out in the country? What does that look like? And how can I now take that number and put it into a, a commission fee? Our company, we're really a, a commission company. Now we also have retainer fees because we can't afford to just go work and wait and hope that your product is going to sell. But the net net of our compensation is, it's on commission. So when you win, we win. Yeah. I mean, our slogan is um, um, your goal. I mean, our, <clears throat> excuse me, um, that we want to win for you. Um, that's what we want to do. I mean, so results, I mean, our goal really is your success. So, you know, and I got to throw it to my wife. She's looking at me, my time is back. But let me ask you this last question. Okay. And it's not on the list. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> the, um, you know, it's hard to get into a store. I mean, buyers are, you know, I got a friend. I always say that the buyers look for ways not to buy your product. Mm -hmm. So with your 30 plus years of experience. So what would you say? It's just, what's the, what's the problem? Why, why is the buyer so tough? Why is it so hard to get that chef space? Okay. Well, a couple of things. First of all, shelf space, shelf space is actually, it's real estate. So the buyer has been charged to put something on that shelf that is going to give them the highest return on investment. Hmm. And their job depends on that. So they're not going to just take a chance to do that. They're looking for some, some quantitative reasons to show them that that is going to be a good opportunity for their business. Yeah. At the end of the day, what they're looking for is new, better, or different. And ideally, all three. They need a reason. I mean, so if you come and say, I have a shampoo, well, they already have 50. So why should they take yours? Is yours I mean, give them a reason. They need a reason. They need a reason to believe. You know, I learned that from you. <laughs> New, better, different. That's I mean, it. We, we, add that, we actually put that in our actual series there too. So, hey, I'm throwing it to my wife, honey, go ahead. Hey, Elsie, great information. I love that you said we want to win for you. That's one thing that when our 
when we have uh, people that are looking to try and find ways to expand their brand to make sure that they're getting that out there in the marketplace. And one of the major questions is like now the digital market is just so, so big and there's so many different areas and which you can kind of sell your product. So being a new inventor and just starting off on the back, how would your company even be interested in just trying to help that particular market expand in just the digital or online arena? What is, what is the three things that they need to do if they're just trying, they're just starting out, they're not really looking at that big box because they don't have that, that track record to be able to do that or probably even the finances. And what are some of the type of goals even that they needed to, to do to expand from one year to the next? in the digital market to grow their business? Yeah. Well, what I would say about digital, um, again, I'm gonna give, give you one key takeaway, build a community, just okay. build a community. Um, I mean, we, you get ahead of it, like, okay, I'm gonna do this. I mean, you, they're gonna set their own goals based on what they wanna do $100,000 in year one, they wanna do 200, they'll make those decisions in a very just fundamental way of how they wanna grow their business. So they'll decide I wanna grow 10%, 15%, but how do I do that? The beauty of digital is it allows you to do as much as little at a minimum expense. There's gonna be some cost while you're paying for bloggers now, but you can go to market. I mean, you can you know build your website, you can go on Instagram, I mean, you can go on Facebook. The key thing you wanna do is you wanna build a community. You need a following. You want people to be interested in what you have to say, and then you layer your product on that. If we look at the people that are successful now, I mean, we can look at everybody from the Kardashians to Rihanna. They're really selling personality first and then brand mm -hmm. because the, the probability of me going online and say, I'm gonna look for an item that I don't know exists isn't gonna happen. But if I'm following you and then you wanna introduce me to things that you like, so that's in my opinion, the place to start. And keep in mind, my expertise is, is distribution. So our company is Results Sales and Marketing. We carry marketing in the name, but we're not marketeers. We work with a group of marketeers who work with our company. We have a list of who we can recommend when people want to build out a marketing strategy. So I want to speak to that, but I want to speak to it with, a, with some context that that's not, my expertise is distribution. My expertise is taking a marketing plan and getting you to market. So I'm getting you to shelf. So if a, if a new person came to me and said, we want to hire you to distribute our product, we have no marketing, we don't know what the reason to believe is, I would tell them, if you got $1 to spend, spend it there first. Because mm -hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell the story. So if you don't have a story for me to sell, you're, you're jumping over step one to get to step two. You need to go back and do the foundational work to build a story. And then you're going to increase your opportunity for distribution success and my opportunity to do the job. Hope I answered that. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. The foundational work is always key. And many times people do not want to start that, that, that foundational work. They want to just build on just the sales. Let me just get it done. Let me just sell it. And they don't have that community. And I love how you said about building that community. And let me ask you this question. When, when is a product ready to be presented to a big box, store, big box store like Walmart or Sally's? What are the top three things you know that uh, in regards to a product, I know you said new, better, different. That's one thing that's, that's really, really key. Are there any other areas that are like, um, that they need to, to kind of underline and look at? Uh, the truth, uh, there are lots of them. 
Okay. So, um, I mean, things like packaging. If you're selling on .com and it's your own website, you don't have to have UPC codes. You don't have to have GTIN numbers. You don't have to make sure that the GTIN is on every package. You don't have to make sure that the inner packing or the case pack is, is done. I mean, just some fundamental things. So when people come to us, um, we want you to, we have a list of, you know, like a 10 list. These are things that you just need to do. And it starts with, with packaging to make sure um, that the product is ready for the shelf and how they're going to do it. You have to be EDI compliant. They're like, well, what's that? It's an electronic, you know, data information system, but it's how retailers communicate orders. It's how they communicate invoicing. So those are the kind of fundamental things. Those are the reasons you hire a sales management company like a results and say, well, can I do it myself? Sure, you can do it yourself. But what I've learned as a 30 plus business owner, you're going to pay one way or the other. Now you can get information through consulting or you can learn the hard way. And I owned a hair company. And when I tell you I paid dearly for things, I just didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. Um, and if someone had come to me and said, we can help you manage those pitfalls, I would have done that. But I didn't even know the pitfalls were there for me to ask until after I had for example, you print all these labels, you just invested, you know, $10,000, you got it ready, and then you realize that it, it, it won't read, no retailer can take it. So now you've got 10,000 labels that you have now can use on .com only, and now you have an opportunity to get in Walmart, you got to go print new labels because the ones you have won't read. Little stuff, which seems like little stuff, but it becomes big stuff. So there's really a list. I couldn't begin to just lay it all, but I just want to give that's like a highlight. Mm -hmm. I mean, things like you're done in Bradstreet numbers. I mean, you've got to be ready to do big business. These are big box retailers. So you have to step up and level up your game if you want to play here. But there's a path. I don't want to discourage people. I want people to be interested and excited. There's a path to get here. When we talk about distribution, where do you go first? Where do you go phase two? Where are you going to be in three months? So we can get you there. Wow. See, that's important and key, having that level of expertise and that mentorship. Every small business, if they're starting out and they're trying to get to that level of getting to the big box stores, they have to have that foundation. And that foundation is coming to an expert and having an expert and having that mentorship and, and being able to have that in their budget to be able to have someone like you, you or another expert in marketing to be able to guide them and direct them along the way. That was excellent. And then also, um, I don't know if I skipped a question or not, but um, I wanted to ask this question. What are the hidden fees that a business needs to be aware of prior to going into a store? For example, like co-op fees or chargebacks or stuff like that. A lot of times they don't even know those hidden fees and th that kind of blindsides them. Well, again, I mean, you named a couple of them. Some of the major ones are, and they're hidden is relative. Um, they're not hidden, but if you're not accustomed to that space, because the retailer sees them as standard operating practice, they have an expectation that they're going to be there. So if you're new to the space, like co-op advertising, which is their way of allowing you to utilize their programs, if you're going to have to promote at shelf, when you walk in the store and you see, you know, a buy one, get one 50 off or a dollar uh, award points, those are all fee generated. I mean, they're fee based. So the manufacturer has to invest and pay for those. You need to understand what that cost is going to be, how it's going to impact your bottom line. But more importantly, you need to understand the margins. 
So when you create a product and you decide what you want to sell it for, if you've only calculated your margins for your cost of goods and you've not included at what margins am I going to have to sell to the retailer, what are these things that I'm going to need to do to be successful at retail and you've not calculated those in, then you the, the price structure there. The other thing I'll say beyond margins is actual price structure. If you're looking to go to retail, it's important that you set pricing up correct initially because everywhere you go is gonna come off of how you built that price to begin with. So even if you start with .com, if you're not talking about a futures distribution strategy that includes retail, you very well didn't plan for it. So now when it's time to go to retail, you wanna shift the price, but the price is already set in the market, which is, my recommendation to people is to just talk with a consultant to understand what is the plan for your business. Just like you planned whatever this product is that you have, you have to take that same mindset to how you're going to distribute it and how you're going to market it. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's really good. Well, we're winding down to my last question. And I love to ask this question. What are your last words of advice for taking a product to the market and using the services that you provide with sales results in marketing? Um, I would say is I look for people to be business-minded. So many times we get new companies that come to us and they're so excited about their product, which is great. We love the passion because that's what drove it. But when we get ready to go to retail, it becomes business. Um, so you have to be able to understand that. So I ask that they come with an open mind about what's it going to take. Um, what we do at Results is um, your growth is our goal. And, and that's our slogan. So we are honest. We, I talk about um, managing with integrity. Um, that is my commitment. You know, um, I'm a faith-based person, so I don't have a choice on how I perform. So a lot of times people are upset when I tell them you're not ready. That's not what they want to hear, but I'm really trying to protect them. And I'm not saying you can't get ready, but you're not ready because when you go to a retailer, when you're not ready, it can be very expensive because let me be clear. The retailer is not going to lose that. That's not an option. So the person's going to lose is the, is the new company. And we don't want that to happen. We want you to be successful. So I would say not only for results, our sales company, but in every area of your business, seek good counsel, look for experts in the space. I don't claim to know everything, but we do this, we do it well. When we name the company results, we didn't leave any room not to be successful. That's what we do. Now, when you want to talk to me about inventing, you and Antonio, no, I'm not making anything. That, that's not my wheelhouse. I share with you, you want to talk to me about marketing? That's not my expertise. So we lend to the experts. So just like that person has created a, a product, that's an expertise they have. That's a blessing they've been able to do. So I would say reach out to people for the areas you don't have the expertise and be willing to invest in your business. Be willing to invest just like you want people to invest in you, have the same level of mindset because at the end of the day, you get what you pay for. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. You do get what you pay for. Definitely. Well, it has been a pleasure to have you on our Ask the Expert series with Take It to the Market. If you are interested in listening to this podcast and subscribing, just tap down below for our YouTube channel for like and subscribe. We are just so grateful to have this 
just this dynasty of wisdom that you have provided our listeners and our viewers today. And we're going to make sure that we want to share your information, your contact information with Results Sales and Marketing LLC. That will be down there as well. If you want somebody on your team that wants you to win, win in every area, you heard her today, you've got to have those foundational steps and Definitely. Auntie E is there for you guys. Ms. Elsie yeah. Cardell, thank you. It's such a pleasure. Now, Antonio's going to close us out today. Thank you again. Wow. Now that was a wealth, <laughs> a wealth of information. Man, I, you got to have a, you got to have a vision. You got to have a, you got to have it. You got to go on a story. You got to have a story to tell. You got to build a community. You know, I've been taking notes over here. Okay. I, I mean, this is some really though. I'm, We've been in this, we've been doing it for a long time too, but I'm sitting here like, my God. <laughs> so I, Elsa, I just need to ask you, I know, you, I, don't, I don't know if you want to tell us right now, but I know a book got to be coming. <laughs> well, <laughs> I yeah. know, I mean, I haven't, remember, I've never asked you this before, but with that wealth of information and your experience, and I'm sitting over here shaking, I know you see me shaking my head, like you got to be good, Lord, write that down. Let me write this down. Mm -hmm. So what I want to say is, when is the book coming? Um, it's coming soon. Um, no, the goal is on a serious note, I want to make sure that we can share so that the young people, especially and, and young is relative, I'm a young person, you know, can can share this information that you have access to it. We don't have to learn through trial and error. We don't have to make these mistakes. I mean, we have an opportunity to tap into it. It's my pleasure to share it. Um, so be on the lookout for retail readiness. All right, guys, we're going to close out. I hope you guys have actually had a chance to grab some nuggets, some information, some secrets on how to make it happen. And uh, this is Result Sales Marketing with Elsie Cordell. And we are excited. And Elsie, thank you so much for your time. Hey, guys, this is Antonio Anderson with Take It to the Market. And I'm Raquel Let Anderson with Take It to the Market. And we will see you on the other side. Hey guys, welcome back to Take It to the Market. Man, I hope you guys got a chance to listen to Elsie Cordell with um, Results Sales Marketing. Man, that was unbelievable. We got a wealth of information. So if you're out there with a great invention, an idea, a product or a dream, a multi-million dollar idea, and you're trying to get that product into a store. So hopefully guys, you got a chance to listen to this and get a chance to get a wealth of that information, a nugget or something that you got out of that. One of the things I can say is that is you got to, um, you got to, one of the things I found out, she was just saying, you got to build a community. And I thought that was just, that just really touched me when she was saying, you got to build a community. So guys, you got to understand that um, it goes past um, just what you're trying to do. You got to get a good, a great following. You got to build that community. And also one of the things she was saying that is capital. Capital is the game changer. So don't go in this thing, looking at this, looking at it from a different perspective as far as being naive. One of the things you got to understand is that you got to have money to get that product going. So um, here again, capital is a game changer. So we had Elsie Cordell on. I mean, she gave us a wealth of information. So I'm going to throw it to my beautiful wife sitting over there. And what you, what did you get out of this thing? Okay. I am just overwhelmed with all the wonderful information that Elsie Cordell, the chief sales strategist and distribution expert, 30 years of experience in strategic sales and leadership. And she put it on for us today. She gave us some very important nuggets. One thing with her company, 
want to make sure that we um, tell you about her company, Results Sales and Marketing LLC. She deals in with salts, is with, oh gosh, excuse me. She deals with sales. She helps you on that foundational level. She can be your mentor. She can be your sales force to get you into the stores and to also help with that digital arena. Like Antonio said, when she was talking about building a community, it was all about the digital community and how you can come into this as a game changer. But the things that you have to realize there, if you, you can come in, but there are things if you want to transfer from the growth of your digital into the big box sales, there are things that you need that a lot of people don't realize. The EDI, okay? The UPC codes, all those things that the, the big box stores require of you. It's a totally different arena between you selling online and you make your million dollars, that's fantastic. But when you transfer into trying to get that real estate space from the stores, it's a whole different thing, new, better, different. That's one thing that she has always preached when you're trying to get into those stores is new, better, and, diff and different. And she also talked about selling the story. Okay, she gave an example. When you're online, that's what you're doing. You're selling your story. And that is so key and so important. That goes back to understanding your brand, your market, and who you're trying to sell to. You just can't come into this thing and say, okay, I'm just going to sell to everybody. No, you got to give them a story so they'll latch on. And she gave a great family that does that, the Kardashians. The Kardashians are known for that. They're selling a story and they're selling to their market. They know who it is and it gets sold. So what I want to let you know is you need to tap in and subscribe to our YouTube channel, as well as to listen to this podcast over and over again and like and share it. Share it. This is free information that we're getting because there's so much misinformation out there. But you're gonna be able to trust our Take It to the Market, Ask the Expert series with Elsie Cardell talking about what it takes to get into a big box store. What are some foundational things that you need in order to make sure that your product sells? There it goes on and on and on, but it's all in this particular little nugget. We ask her some questions, she answered them for you. And then to get more, you're gonna have to ask, you know, to, to hire her to get all the rest for your particular business. But we are so excited. We'll have to bring her on again later on down the line when she provides us with more informational products that she's gonna be working on, like a book that we told her. She needs to definitely get a book out there, just a guide. So like, and subscribe, take it to the market, ask the expert series. You know, we are bringing it to you guys because we believe that there is an inventor in you. You have a product, you have something to share with the world, and we want to make sure that you're fearless in doing it. That's what Take It to the Market is about. That's our heart and our passion. My husband is a wonderful coach, and he is dedicated to making sure that inventors get the right information because there's so much wrong information out there. We coach people and we help them get their ideas to the marketplace with a wonderful product that has everything that Elsie Cardell talked about. We make sure all those things are in line. Take it to the market. The invention process made easy. I am Raquel Lynn Anderson. 
and I will see you on the other side. Hey guys, I'll get you. Hopefully you guys got a, um, that was a great closing, honey. I, one of the things I want to say with, um, with my beautiful wife sitting right here, and that is Elsie Cordell with Results Sales Marketing. We got results, guys. When I say we got, here, here again, this is the Fusion Satin Hair Bonnet. This product, here again, honey, this product made it into Target. We did business with JCPenney's all over the country. This was sales results marketing, all right? So this is a product that we actually hired her firm and we got results. So, hey guys, one of the things I want you guys to do I want you guys to click this link below, all right? Now, I got a, I got a gift for you. You're going to get our new copy, all right? Take it to the market book, The Invention Process Made Easy, all right? You're going to get a free copy of this. So what I want you to do, once you click that link, I want you to sign up for my master licensing class. It's going to get, I tell you, I go, honey, we go in with this. I mean, I really give you a wealth of information when it comes to actually trying to get that product into a store, licensing it or selling it to a big company. So here again, I want you to click the link below. All right. I, I'm so excited about that. I want you to click the link below. I want you to sign up for our licensing master class. And guess what, guys? You're going to get a free copy of our Take It to the Market book, The Invention Process Made Easy. Hey, guys, this is Antonio Anderson with Take It to the Market. And I'm Raquel Let Anderson. And we will see you on the other side.